0: This is the Heritage Cookbook Project Podcast, where we connect with cooks across the country to talk about food memories and family recipes, and learn just a little bit more about one another. And I'm your host, Leigh Olson.
1: My name is Monica Lowe. I am currently residing in San Francisco. I'm a photographer and creative director working with various brands in the food and cannabis industry. I'm also the creator of the blog called Sue Weed.
0: In my chat with photographer and culinary cannabis chef Monica Lowe about medicated spicy Sichuan wontons, I learned how what's packed in a lunchbox can inspire pride in a culture, where the first recorded medical cannabis use originated, and that your nose knows. What was your first memory of being in the kitchen?
1: My first memory of being in the kitchen, uh, my parents cooked a lot growing up. And we always made dumplings once a week and we would freeze them. So we would have snacks to have after school. Um, so I remember just being in the kitchen every Saturday or Sunday, making hundreds of dumplings with my family. My mom would often make the, the dough by hand. Uh, so um, we would get messy and uh, we would decide whoever made the best dumplings.
0: What does a perfect dumpling look like?
1: Well, my mom likes the perfect pleats. um, So that's what I do these days. But back then, we would try to make all sorts of creatures, um, um, weird shapes. Uh, But when you boil them up, it just kind of looks like a mush. So the pleated ones always came out the best. Mom always won. (laughs) Of course she did. And how did your folks end up in Texas? Um, They both immigrated to attend college in, in Dallas. Um, I was born in Texas, so I'm a second-generation Asian American. Um, but it was not an easy childhood. There were a lot of learning curves. Um, my lunchbox didn't quite look like everybody else's, but um, sometimes it would be a packet of you know, seaweed to go with the rice. And you know, kids would be like, "That's super gross," but that's okay. Um, you know, we kind of owned it. Like, we liked our food. It tasted delicious. Um, and, and we were proud of that.
0: It sounds like there were a lot of traditional and cultural heritage that informed and inspired your view on food. Can you share a little bit more?
1: I pull a lot of Taiwanese and Chinese influences from my parents. There's this part of me that's yearning to learn more about the ingredients and um, just the techniques uh, that my family and my ancestors have passed down. My mom has been a huge inspiration and her, her food has been so healing. Um, she's also got this extensive knowledge of herbal medicines. So in a way I feel like what I'm doing with Sue weed is an evolution of her methodology using uh, cannabis and food to heal. Um, and, learning about all these other herbal medicines. I you know, have been talking to my mom a lot, um, just getting recipes from her, recipes from our family in Taiwan, um, translating them and using them in my day-to-day cooking. Heritage preservation is pretty important to me these days. I want that deeper sense of identity and a stronger bond to my ancestry. And I see the importance now in safeguarding some of these traditions and the flavors that I've inherited, especially as I get older and my parents as well.
0: You mentioned in an article that you had written that the Asians have this historical connection to the cannabis plant, which is something that you um, have, have really embraced in your cooking.
1: I learned that the first recorded medical cannabis use came from China and hemp was first discovered in what is now modern-day Taiwan. So this was all pretty exciting to me. Um, Cannabis was used to make ointments and teas to treat various diseases. But during the opium wars and the Cultural Revolution, a lot of anti-drug propaganda spread, and punishments often carried the death penalty, um, which is why it's still highly stigmatized in Asian countries.
0: How did that inspire you to... Start Sue Weed.
1: There's a lot of misinformation out there. Research and education is still needed to help set the record straight. And that's something I'd like to, to help with um, through my Sue Weed platform. Um, just lots of, you know, recipes. Uh, you know, recipes are something that, you know, everyone relates to, everyone eats. I want it to come across as very approachable, Um, and friendly. There's so much that about cannabis and a lot of misinformation too. I wanted it to be um, simple and to come across as, you know, very, um, that it's doable, that every home cook can go and create something that is lightly medicated and can be used um, to help heal themselves.
0: Coming up after the break, cooking underwater, heritage preservation, and why a second-generation Taiwanese-American has Sichuan wontons in her family history. This episode of the Heritage Cookbook Project podcast is supported by Bob's Red Mill. When you're making those treasured family recipes, don't leave the quality of your ingredients to chance. Visit bobsredmill.com to find out more about this employee-owned company, their products, and how you can fill your pantry with them. With their products, not their employees. And now back to Monica and the medicated spicy Sichuan wontons.
1: The rest of my family is from Taiwan and we identify as Taiwanese, but my grandfather was born in the Sichuan province of China, which is why I probably love spicy food so much. Um, And the recipe is Sichuan wontons and they're stuffed with minced pork and Chinese chives that are drenched in a spicy red chili oil that I've infused with cannabis using the sous vide method. Can you talk about a little bit about uh, sous vide? Yeah. Sous vide refers to the process of placing your food in an airtight bag and cooking underwater at a precise temperature. So it's perfect for infusing cannabis into an oil or a fat base. Since the cannabis and the oil are sealed in a bag together. There's no smell and there's no need to babysit a stovetop or a crock pot. Um, And with that oil base, you can make all sorts of things. You can include that into all of your recipes. Um, And for this instance, into the red chili oil that goes all over the wontons.
0: And then when you're infusing in the oil, you're getting both the CBD and the THC in that oil. Is that right?
1: Yes, you'll have CBD and THC. I'll use a CBD heavy strain um for my CBD based um infusions and THC same thing. It's pretty important to have lab tested cannabis so you know exactly the percentages of the cannabinoids that you have and um that that way you'll know when you infuse into the oils what you're going to get and the effects that you're going to get.
0: When you're making a recipe, how do you choose either the THC heavy or the CBD heavy strain?
1: So to choose the strains, I, luckily I live in California and I'm buddies with a lot of different farmers and brands um, and they'll, they'll usually tell me, you know, this one's higher in THC, this one's higher in CBD, or they'll have a general gauge of what the effects are like on them. Um, and that's, that's how I'll, I'll play with the different strains and, you know, it's, it's like collecting ingredients. Every strain will have a different effect. So I'll make all sorts of different infusions, see how they feel. And that way I can pair it with a certain dish. Um, if it's a daytime meal or a smoothie in the morning, I'll go for something later, a little bit more CBD. And then at night when I want to sleep really well, um, I'll infuse some THC infusions into my sauces for dinner or into the dessert. And, and then I'll have a great night's sleep after that.
0: So do each of the strains have a different flavor? And how does that affect the overall dish itself?
1: So there's a lot of different strains out there with different flavor profiles. And we like to call those flavor profiles, the terpenes. Um, So it's pretty much like the essential oils from from the cannabis bud. And it smells from all sorts of different ranges. It could be piney, it could be lemony, it could smell like lavender, it could be peppery, all sorts of different essential oils, all sorts of different terpenes. Um, and that's how I pair it with um, my dishes. So something that's a little bit more lemony might work great for a dish with seafood or in a dessert. Um, Things that smell like strawberries would work great in something that's maybe like a salad dressing or in a dessert again. Um, And things that are a little heavier, earthier, um, maybe peppery, I like to work into my main entrees. How do you know what these flavor profiles are? So just use your nose. Um, If it smells sweet, if it smells fruity, definitely use that for something that pairs well with that. If it smells funky and and garlicky or earthy, you might want to use that for something more savory.
0: So you can really rely on the fact that what you're smelling is what you're going to taste. Right. So if our listeners wanted to make the spicy Sichuan wontons, is there one piece of advice that you would give to them?
1: Yes. Um, so it is very time consuming to wrap all the wontons. So I would say make the wontons in bulk, make the, the, the base first, which is the, the meat, uh, the ground pork and Chinese chives. There's, um, garlic in there as well, and some extra seasonings. And then you fold it up, um, into little wontons. I, I just get the pre-made dough these days. I, I, I just don't have the time to make dough like my mom did. But the wrappers you can buy at any Asian grocery store. So I get the wonton wrappers. I stuff it with the minced pork, um, wrap them up, and uh, I freeze them. Uh, So much like my childhood dumplings, we'd make the wontons in bulk, freeze them. And the day that you want to serve, all you need to do is pop it in to boil for five minutes Serve them in a bowl with the oil and top it with cilantro and chopped peanuts. It's super simple.
0: I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here today. I am super, super excited that um, you want to be part of this project. And I'm just, I'm honored.
1: Oh gosh, thank you so much. And I'm honored to be on this and I, I love chatting with you.
0: If listeners wanted to find out more about you and what you're doing, where can they find you?
1: So if you want to find more sous vide, cannabis-infused recipes, you can head over to suweed.com, And you can also find me on Instagram at Sueweed.
0: If you enjoyed hearing Monica's memories about spicy Sichuan wontons and want to hear more stories like this, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And if you could step away from the sous vide for five minutes and leave a rating and review, it'll help me reach more people like you who love stories about food. The full recipe for medicated spicy Sichuan wontons can be found at theheritagecookbookproject.com. And don't forget to register for access to the printable cookbook pages. Cheers! Oh, and the strain that Monica likes for the wontons is called GMO, Garlic Mashed Onion. It's garlicky and earthy and it's perfect in the chunky chili oil that you drizzle over the wontons.